Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms at The Gratitude Chick, on Twitter, Gratitude underscore Chick, and on TikTok, Babes Who Manifest. And welcome back to another recording of The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. We are on chapter 11, and my Kindle says that we are halfway through this thing, girl. So let's get started. Chapter 11, the title is Your Subconscious Mind as a Partner in Success. Success means successful living. A long period of peace, joy, and happiness on this plane may be termed success. The eternal experience of these qualities is the everlasting life spoken of by Jesus. The real things of life, such as peace, harmony, integrity, security, and happiness, are intangible. They come from the deep self of man. Meditating on these qualities builds these treasures of heaven in our subconscious. It is where moth and rust do not consume and where thieves do not break through and steal. Matthew 6.20 The three steps to success. Let us discuss three steps to success. The first step to success is to find out the thing you love to do, then do it. Okay. Success is in loving your work. Although, if a man is a psychiatrist, it is not adequate for him to get a diploma and place it on the wall. He must keep up with the times, attend conventions, and continue studying the mind and its workings. The successful psychiatrist visits clinics and reads the latest scientific articles. In other words, he is informed in the most advanced methods of alleviating human suffering. The successful psychiatrist or doctor must have the interest of his patients at heart. Someone may say, how can I put the first step into operation? I do not know what I should do. In such a case, in such a case, pray for guidance as follows. The infinite intelligence of my subconscious mind reveals to me my true place in life. Repeat this prayer quietly, positively, and lovingly to your deeper mind. As you persist with faith and confidence, the answer will come to you as a feeling, a hunch, or a tendency in a certain direction. It will come to you clearly and in peace and as an inner silent awareness. The second step to success is to specialize in some particular branch of work and know more about it than anyone else. For example, if a young man chooses chemistry as his profession, He should concentrate on one of the many branches in his field. He should give all of his time and attention to his his chosen specialty. He He should become sufficiently enthusiastic to try to know all there is available about his field. If possible, he should know more than anyone else. The young man should become ardently interested in his work and should desire to serve the world. He that is greatest among you, let him become your servant. There is a great contrast in this attitude of mind in comparison to that of the man 
who only wants to make a living or just get by. Getting by is not true success. Man's motive must be greater, nobler, and more altruistic. He must serve others, thereby casting his bread upon the waters. The third step is the most important one. You must be sure that the thing you want to do does not redound to your success only. Okay, you know me. I have to stop and see what this word means because I've never heard this word. You know, this was written many years ago. So some of these words, I don't know if they made it to 2021. So redound, uh, contribute greatly to a person's credit or honor. Okay, so let me reread that sentence. You must be sure that the thing that you want to do does not redound to your success only. Okay, that makes a lot more sense now that I've read the definition. Your desire must not be selfish. It must benefit humanity. The path of a complete circuit must be formed. In other words, your idea must go forth with the purpose of blessing or serving the world. It will then come back to you pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So, I, I, I just, I have to stop and say this. Because this is like more confirmation for me to continue to record. Um, I had posted a couple days ago on, on, you know, several social media accounts that I have and in my Facebook group that, you know, a friend of mine that I've known for many years, like since, you know, my mother died when I was eight and I'm 45 now and I knew her, her mother and my mother were friends. So I have known her practically all of my life. And she called me, well, she texted me on Saturday. And then we ended up talking on the phone for about an hour. But she texted me um, telling me that, you know, just to kind of paraphrase that she loved my content. And, you know, she was blessed because of my content and she wanted to bless me. And she ended up sending me some money through uh, Cash App as a way of her that it was kind of her gratitude act for the day, you know? And um, typically I don't accept, you know, when people say, can I get your cash app? I never give it to them. But I felt impressed that she, this was something for her to do. You know what I mean? Like this was her act of gratitude and servitude. So I accepted the the money as, you know, because I felt that it was it was about her, not about me. So, um, as a result of, of what she did, I literally was on the verge of giving up of the recording. I literally was because I felt like I don't get that many views on Facebook. I don't get that many listens on the podcast. You know, I'm literally taking out time out of my day to record and I, it's, it's for naught, that's how I was feeling. So when she said that to me, it just kind of gave me a confirmation to keep going because, you know, I really feel that even if it's just one person that I'm helping, then it, it's, it's good. And then this, this right here, this confirmation is further confirmation because he, sa- he says, in other words, your idea must go forth with the purpose of blessing or serving the world. 
and literally that is my purpose it is that it it, it is why I have I had decided not to charge people for um you know kind of one-to-one manifested I'm not offering that service because I would have to charge but I have decided instead for people to send me issues that they're going through and then I'll give advice that I record just simply because I don't think these things should be charged just like the 21 days of thankfulness people charge for for these things I decided not to charge the rich bitch chick series at first I was going to charge but now I'm just going to throw it all up on YouTube and it'll be for whoever wants it and I just feel like it's so this this gave me a second confirmation for me to continue 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 to record which gives me which makes me happy because as I told my friend what you guys may not know which I didn't even know this was like a big deal but she was she like she was incredulous when I told her this and I don't you know I don't sit down and write out what I'm going to say when I talk to you guys when I record I don't you know sit down and say um you know write out I don't know (laughs) anything really um I feel that sometimes when I do sit down and write, like I've done it twice where I sat down and wrote something, I tripped over my words and I had to keep, you know, starting over the recordings. It works better for me to just have a topic and to just talk. Like I always say, the Lord has given me the gift of gab and he made me highly intelligent so that what I read, I can reiterate. And I can, and a lot of times while I'm speaking, I get aha moments as well. So I, I don't plan what I'm going to do. Um, I'll, I saw this book and I said, I'm going to just post it, you know, every Tuesday and Thursday. And I literally stopped another book I was reading so that I could read this book because I know this book helped me buy my house. So I, I don't, you know, I don't write out anything. I don't say, you know, um, you know, I don't make any points. I literally get inspiration for something that I want to talk about. I write down the um, title sometimes, and sometimes I don't even know the title until I finish recording. But for the most part, I, I write down the title and then I expound from the title. <laughs> and that's that's really it. That's really it. Like on my manifesting in the Bible series, I literally just get the scripture that I want. I read it and expound. That's it. That's all I do. I do not write anything out. And because she was so like wowed by that, that is that was confirmation to me that this really is something that I'm supposed to be doing. Because most people I don't know if they do it like I do or if they have storyboards or things like that I don't have anything I don't do that when it's time to record I press record and I just talk so I think this is just further confirmation that I need to keep on plugging away keep on plugging away 
and I I recorded or before I recorded this session because this is Tuesday the 23rd that I'm recording this and this will post on Thursday I think uh, on Thanksgiving so this will post on Thanksgiving or be scheduled on Thanksgiving I may no I'm gonna just keep scheduling for Thanksgiving um I was gonna say I may skip Thanksgiving but no I'm, I'm gonna schedule it for Thanksgiving but what was I gonna say don't you hate it when that happens maybe it'll come back to me yeah it's gone <laughs> listen I'm 45 okay it's gone So maybe it'll come back to me, but I'm going to keep reading. If it is to benefit yourself exclusively, the circle or complete circuit is not formed and you may experience a short circuit in your life, which may consist of limitation or sickness. The measure of true success. Some people may say, but Mr. James made a fortune in selling fraudulent oil stock. A man may seem to succeed for a while, but the money he obtained by fraud usually takes wings and flies away. When we rob from another, we rob from ourselves because we are in a mood of lack and limitation, which may manifest itself in our body, home life, and affairs. What we think and feel, we we create. We create what we believe. Hmm. What we think and feel, we create. We create what we believe. So are are you guys getting that now? What we think and we feel, we create. So what are you thinking and feeling right now? Because what you're thinking and feeling right now is what you're creating. Oh, what I was going to say before (laughs) that I lost my train of thought is earlier today, I I, um, did an episode on lack. It's called, uh, this is one of the ones that I wrote down the title how to leave it alone and let it go and it basically is me you know kind of telling my what I what's happening with me right now as opposed to you know as as far as lack is concerned and why you should not manifest from um lack basically the lack of whatever it is that you want so with this what we think and we feel we create it goes along those lines because whatever you're experiencing while you're trying to manifest if you are really wanting something like i need it i need it i need it that intense feeling of desire that you really need it and you really want it is not expressing what you think it's expressing it is not expressing your desire to to get what you want. It is expressing that you do not have what you want. So this is saying what we think and we feel we create. You are creating the lack because your intense desire for what it is that you want is actually the intense desire of you not having what you want. So you are attaching emotion to the feeling of lack. And you are thinking and feeling and creating what it is that you don't want instead of what it is that you want. So that's what I was trying to say earlier when I lost my train of thought. Even though a man may have accumulated a fortune fraudulently, he is not successful. 
There is no success without peace of mind. What good is man's accumulated wealth if he cannot sleep nights, is sick, or has a guilt complex? And to be honest, you'll see that in a lot of these recording artists. It's a lot of these uh, music artists who OD, who die from gunshots and, you know, all manner of evil. Because of what he just said. What good is a man's accumulated wealth if he cannot sleep nights, is sick, or has a guilt complex? A lot of people have gone to jail because they they got money erroneously to start their recording career. You know, it's a lot of stuff like, uh, I'm not going to say any names. But a lot of these things, if you just look at the news that's been happening to a lot of these recording artists, this rings true. Just just this Astro World Fest. I mean, this this these people are being sued for billions of dollars with a B. They're not gonna the, the people who who died and who who were trampled on. They're not gonna get billions of dollars because you can't squeeze blood out of a turnip. But it is the fact that now his entire livelihood is on the line. Like he may just be, you know, destitute after this. Because every piece of money he has now is on hook for someone else. Because of this festival. Now I'm going to keep reading. I knew a man in London who told me of his exploits. He had been a professional pickpocket and had amassed a large amount amount of money he had a summer home in france and lived in a royal fashion in english wow from pickpocketing his story was that he was in constant dread of being arrested by scotland yard he had many inner disorders which were undoubtedly caused by his constant fear and deep-seated guilt complex he knew he had done wrong this deep sense of guilt attracted all kinds of trouble to him Subsequently, he voluntarily surrendered to the police and served a prison sentence. After his release from prison, he sought psychological and spiritual counsel and became transformed. (coughs) Excuse me. He went to work and became an honest, law-abiding citizen. He found what he loved to do and was happy. A successful person loves his work and expresses himself fully. Success is contingent upon a higher ideal than the mere accumulation of riches. The man of success is the man who possesses great psychological and spiritual understanding. Many of the great industrialists today depend upon the correct use of their subconscious minds for their success. There was an article published some years ago about Flagler, an oil magnate. He admitted that the secret of his success was his ability to see a project in its completion. I um, saw a video of Beyonce and she said, I actually think I have it posted on my um, TikTok, but she basically said that before a performance, before like when she's on tour or whatever, she visualizes everything that has to do with her performance up through the end. Like she sees what she's wearing, the dances, the dancers, everything. She visualizes it all the way through to the end. 
So uh, that is very, that's what I want to do. I want to be able to do that. (laughs) For instance, in his case, he closed his eyes, imagined a big oil industry, saw trains running on tracks, heard whistles blowing, and saw smoke. Having seen and felt the fulfillment of his prayer, his subconscious mind brought about its realization. Now, this is interesting because he's not the only person in the oil industry, right? So, in his case, he closed his his eyes and imagined a big oil industry. Not necessarily for himself. That is fascinating. Maybe I've been doing this wrong. Is that not fascinating? Because he's he's imagining it, the industry that he's in, as huge. And I don't... That's... Hmm. I'll expound on that in another video because I might, I might redo some things. This is very interesting to me. Um, these are the aha moments that I get of what I was telling you earlier. This is this is one of them. Because this is um if you listen to my video um on I see I don't even know the name, how to leave it alone, let it go. I'm talking about me visualizing how I'm trying to figure out <laughs> how to go from daydreaming to visualizing. And I think I may have just cracked it with this. Because it says, for instance, in this case, he closed his eyes, imagined a big oil industry, saw trains running on tracks, heard whistles blowing, and saw smoke. Having seen and felt the fulfillment of his prayer, his subconscious mind brought about its realization. So, because what I am wanting to visualize about isn't just exclusive to me this right here puts it in a whole different arena wow that's that's deep okay if you imagine an objective clearly you will be provided with the necessities in ways you know not of through the wonder working power of your subconscious mind in considering the three steps to success, you must never forget the underlying power of the creative forces of your subconscious mind. This is the energy in back of all steps in any plan of success. Your thought is creative. Thought fused with feelings becomes a subjective faith or belief. And according to your belief, it is done unto you. Let me highlight that. Thought fused with feeling becomes a subjective faith or belief. And according to your belief, it is done unto you. Matthew 9, 29. <clears throat> a knowledge of a mighty force in which you in you, which is capable of bringing to pass all your desires, gives you confidence and a sense of peace. Whatever your field of action may be, you should learn the laws of your subconscious mind. When you know how to apply the powers of your mind, and when you are expressing yourself fully in giving of your talents to others, you are on the sure path to true success. If you are about God's business or any part of it, God by his very nature is for you, so who can be against you? 
With this understanding, there is no power in heaven or on earth to withhold success from you. How he made his dream come true. A movie actor told me that he had very little education, but he had a dream as a boy of becoming a successful music movie actor. Out in the field mowing hay, driving the cows home, or even when milking them, he said, I would constantly imagine I saw my name in big lights at a, at a large theater. I kept this up for years until finally I ran away from home. I got extra jobs in the motion picture field, and the day finally came when I saw my name in great big lights, as I did when I was a boy. Then he added, I know the power of sustained imagination to bring success. His dream pharmacy became a reality. 30 years ago, I knew a young pharmacist who was receiving $40 a week, plus commission on sales, $40 a week. After 25 years, he said to me, I will get a pension and retire. I said to this young man, why don't you own your own store? Get out of this place, raise your sights. Have a dream for your children. Maybe your son wants to be a doctor. Perhaps your daughter desires to be a musician. His answer was that he had no money. He, get, he began to awaken to the fact that whatever he, he could conceive as true, he could give conception. The first step toward his goal was his awakening to the powers of his subconscious mind, which I briefly elaborated on for his benefit. His second step was his realization that if he could succeed in conveying an idea to his subconscious mind, the latter would somehow bring it to pass. He began to imagine that he was in his own store. He mentally arranged the bottles, dispensed prescriptions, and imagined several clerks in the store waiting on customers. He also visualized a big bank balance. Mentally, he worked in that imaginary store. Like a good actor, he lived the role. As though I am and I will be. This pharmacist put himself wholeheartedly into the act, living, moving, and acting on the assumption that he owned the store. The sequel was interesting. He was discharged from his position. He found new employment with a large chain store, became manager, and later on district manager. He saved enough money in four years to provide a down payment on a drugstore of his own. He called it his dream pharmacy. It was, he said, exactly the store I saw in my imagination. He became recognized success. He became a recognized success in his chosen field and was happy doing what he loved to do. Using the subconscious mind in business. Some years ago, I gave a lecture to a group of businessmen on the powers of imagination and the subconscious mind. In this lecture, I pointed out how Goethe used his imagination wisely when confronted with the difficulties and predicaments. His biographers pointed out that he was accustomed to fill many hours quietly holding imaginary conversations. It is well known that his custom was to imagine one of his friends before him in a chair answering him in the right way. Oh, this is this is interesting. I already talked to myself. <laughs> in other words, if he were concerned over any problems, he imagined his friend giving him the right or appropriate answer accompanied with the usual gestures and tonal qualities of the voice and he made the entire imaginary scene as real and as vivid as possible 
One of the men present at his lecture was a young stockbroker. He proceeded to adopt the technique of ghosts. He began to have mental imaginary conversations with a multimillionaire banker friend of his who used to congratulate him on his wise and sound judgment and compliment him on his purchase of the right stocks. He used to dramatize this imaginary conversation until he had psychologically fixed it as a form of belief in his mind. This broker's inner talking and controlled imagination certainly agreed with his aim, which it was to make sound investment for his clients. His main purpose in life, it was to make money for his clients and to see them prosper financially by his wise counsel. He is still using his subconscious mind in his business, and he is a brilliant success in his field of endeavor. Boy of 16 years turns failure into success. A young boy who was attending high school said to me, I am getting very poor grades. My memory is failing. I do not know what is the matter. I discovered that the only thing wrong with this boy was his attitude, which was one of indifference and resentment towards some some of his teachers and fellow students. I taught him how to use his, his subconscious mind and how to succeed in his studies. He began to affirm certain truths several times a day, particularly at night prior to sleep and also in the morning after awakening. These are the best times to impregnate the subconscious mind. He affirmed as follows, I realize that my subconscious mind is a storehouse of memory. It retains everything I read and hear from my teachers. I have a perfect memory and the infinite intelligence in my subconscious mind constantly reveals everything I need to know at all my examinations, whether written or oral. I radiate love and goodwill to all my teachers and fellow students. I sincerely wish for them success and all good things. This young man is now enjoying a greater freedom than he has ever known. He is now receiving all A's. He constantly imagines the teachers and his mother congratulating him on his success in his studies. How to become successful in buying and selling. In buying and selling, remember that your conscious mind is the starter and your subconscious mind is the motor. You must start the motor to enable it to perform its work. Your conscious mind is the dynamo that awakens the power of your subconscious mind. The first step in conveying your clarified desire, idea, or image to the deeper mind is to relax. Immobilize the attention, get still, and be quiet. This quiet, relaxed, and peaceful attitude of mind prevents extra you know I hate when this happens extraneous matter and false ideas from interfering with your mental absorption of your ideal. Furthermore, in the quiet, passive, and receptive attitude of mind, effort is reduced to a minimum. The second step is to begin to imagine the reality of that which you desire. For example, you may wish to buy a home and in your relaxed state of mind, affirm as follows. Now, you know I'm trying to buy a home, so let me stop and uh, highlight this. (laughs) The infinite intelligence of my subconscious mind is all wise. It reveals to me now the ideal home, which is central. Ideal is, is in a lovely environment, meets with all my requirements, and is commiserate with my income. 
I am now returning this request over to my subconscious mind and and I know it responds accordingly to the nature of my request. I release this request with absolute faith and confidence in the same way that a farmer deposits the seed in the ground trusting implicitly in the laws of growth. The answer to your prayer may come through an advertisement in the paper through a friend or you may be guided directly to a particular home which is exactly what you are seeking. There are many ways by which your prayer may be answered. The principal knowledge in which you may place your confidence is that the answers always come provided. You trust, I'm sorry, the answers always comes provided you trust the working of your deeper mind. You may wish to sell a home, a land, or any kind of property. In private consultation with real estate brokers, I have told them of the way I sold my own home on Orlando Avenue in Los Angeles. Many of them have applied the technique I use with remarkable and speedy results. I placed a sign which read, For Sale by Owner, in the garden in front of my home. The day after that, I said to myself as I was going to sleep, Supposing you sold your house, what would you do? I answered my own question and said, I would take that sign down and throw it in the garage. In my imagination, I took hold of the sign, pulled it up from the ground, placed it on the shoulder on my shoulder, went to the garage, threw it on the floor, and said jokingly to the sign, I don't need you anymore. I felt the inner satisfaction of it all, realizing it was finished. The next day, a man gave me a deposit of $1,000 and said to me, Take your sign down. We will go into escrow now. Immediately, I pulled the sign up and took it to the garage. The outer action confirmed, conformed to the inner. There is nothing new about this as within, so without. Meaning, according to the image impressed on your subconscious mind, so it is on the objective screen of your life. The outside mirrors the inside. External action follows internal action. That's deep. Here is another very popular method used in selling homes, land, or any other kind of property. Affirm slowly, quietly, and feelingly as follows. Infinite intelligence attracts to me the buyer for this home who wants it and who prospers in it. The buyer is being sent to me by the creative intelligence of my subconscious mind, which makes no mistakes. This buyer may look at many other homes, but but mine is the only one he wants and will buy. Because he is guided by the infinite intelligence within him, I know the buyer is right, the time is right, and the price is right. Everything about it is right. The deeper currents of my subconscious mind are now in operation I'm sorry, and are now in operation bringing both of us together in divine order. I know that it is so. Remember always that what you are seeking is also seeking you. And whenever you want to sell a home or property of any kind, there is always someone who wants what you have to offer. By using the powers of your subconscious mind correctly, you you free your mind of all sense of competition and anxiety in buying and selling. How she succeeded in getting what she wanted. There is a young lady who regularly came uh, to my lectures and classes. She had to change buses three times. It took her one and a half hours each time to come to the lectures. 
In, what, in one lecture, I explained how a young man who needed a car in his work received one. She went home and experimented as outlined in my lecture. Here is her letter in part narrating her application of my method and published by her permission. Dear Dr. Murphy, this is how I received a Cadillac car. I wanted one to come to the lectures regularly. In my imagination, I went through the identical process I would go through if I were actually driving a car. I went to the showroom and the salesman took me for a ride in one. I also drove it several blocks. I claimed the Cadillac car as my own over and over again. I kept the mental picture of getting into the car, driving it, feeling the upholstery, etc. consistently for over two weeks. Last week, I drove to your lectures in a Cadillac. My uncle in Inglewood passed away and left me his Cadillac and his entire estate. Wow. So this is um, something that I try to do with my affirmations. Um, and when I am asking for, you know, like a large sum of money, I, I try to make sure that it's no, um, that it doesn't affect me or anyone else, you know, negatively. Because in this, her uncle had to die in order for her to get her car. That doesn't mean she didn't get it, but in order for her to have gotten it in this scenario, he died. So I try to make it so that what I want comes to me without harm to anyone else. And the reason why I say that is because in 2011, when I when I was um, when I asked for twenty five thousand, I got it. I actually well, I did get that, but I ended up having you know get getting into a car accident and got the money as a result. So I tried to ask for what I want without harm to anyone. A success technique employed by many outstanding executives and businessmen. There are many prominent businessmen who quietly use the abstract term success over and over many times a day until they reach a conviction that success is theirs. They know that the idea of success contains all the essential elements of success. Likewise, you can begin now to repeat the word success to yourself with faith and conviction. Your subconscious mind will accept it as a true at, it will accept it as true of you and you will be under a subconscious compulsion to succeed. You are compelled to express your subjective beliefs, impressions, and convictions. What does success imply to you? You want undoubtedly to be successful in your home life and in your relationship with others. You wish to be outstanding in your chosen work or profession. You wish to possess a beautiful home and all the money you need to live comfortably and happily. You want to be successful in your prayer life and in your contact with the powers of your subconscious mind. You are a businessman also because you are in the business of living. Become a successful businessman by imagining yourself doing what you long to do and possessing the things you long to possess. Become imaginative, mentally participate in the reality of the successful state. Make a habit of it. Go to sleep feeling successful every night and perfectly satisfied and you will eventually succeed in planting the idea of success in your subconscious mind. Believe you were born to succeed and wonders will happen to you as you pray. So that was chapter 11, everyone. 
I hope that you guys got some aha moments from that because I certainly did, as you heard. Um, Thank you guys for listening to me read and expound on this book that I really do. I really do enjoy. Um, I hope you're enjoying it as well. You guys have a blessed day and happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Make sure that you take some time out today to expound and express your gratitude. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Lawanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow us on our new YouTube page at The Gratitude Chick. Make sure to click in our description box for a good deal on starting your own dropshipping business with Shopify. Mm-hmm.